Hello and welcome to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And we're just having such a great, incredible time today. Hopefully you were able to get my uh, message today. I preached in church service. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's all I can say. I want to go into it for a little bit with you. I want to talk about the body, the soul, and the spirit and the love of Yahweh because it goes hand in hand and the way Yahweh's been showing me to engage the word and go into the word and to see who I am inside the word is like nothing I've ever seen before, nothing I've ever heard before, nothing I ever knew before because I always use the word as a plumb line, as a judgment against me, basically. That's really what we do. We say, here's the word. We don't live up to this. Here's the word. Oh, that's why I want to be. Here's the word. I wish I could do what Jesus did. Here's the word. Look how God used them or God moved for them and but Yahweh has showed me another side of himself. And, you know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, no greater love than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. Now, we all know by territory that they're basically talking about Yeshua, Jesus the Christ, who laid himself down for us. He has called us friends. He laid us himself down for the fullness of who we are. He laid himself down to the utmost of who we are because he knew the utmost of who we were. He knew the fullness of who we are. He foreseen and foreknew the completeness of the completed work of the cross inside the human side of you, but he also knew who you were when you came out of heaven. Let's go back a little bit. Let's go before the Garden of Eden. Let's go before the worlds were created. Let's go when it talked about, he said that you were fearfully and wonderfully made and your soul knew it well, that you were fearfully and wonderfully made and that the plans that Yahweh had for you were plans to prosper you and make a way for you, uh, plans to set you on high and put you ahead and not the tail. This is the living word of Yahweh that he has for us sons of the almighty God, of the most high God. Now, this is prehistoric to the earth formation. He did not do this or say this or think this before as to say, okay, you came out of your mama and all of a sudden God said, I think you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Oh, you um, started growing up and you learned how to eat cookies and milk. And he says, oh, you know, I think I have a plan for you. You're going to be going to school soon. So I better get a plan for you. Or now it's not when you were driving the car and deciding to go to college that all of a sudden Yahweh said, you know, I know a plan I have for you and I'm going to write a scroll about it. No, 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 no. It wasn't the first time you heard the gospel when the gospel came to you and it knocked on your door like a heavy burden knocking on you saying, whoa, come unto me. All thee are heavy burden and heavy laden and I will give you rest. Behold, I stand at the door and knock and if anyone will hear my voice, I let me in. I will sup with him and he will sup with me and we shall be one. Way before that, before you ever came to the planet, when the father hewed you out of himself, when he created the very image of himself inside of you and delighted in it. Oh, come on. Let's talk about Jesus for a moment. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And then the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Oh, let's, let's look at it. Let's, 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 come on, come on, come on with me. 
Come on, if you can, come just shift in the heavenly realm with me where I'm at. And, and let's go into that again where it says, and the, and the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. In the verse 14, it says, and, and the word dealt dwelt. Oh, come on. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. Come, can you come on? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to stay in the earthly realm so I can minister this to you. But, but the earth, the Bible decreeing that the very heavenly word of God to Yeshua himself. He began to become flesh. He began to manifest and take on the likeness of his father. His father began to delight in him. He, he didn't count himself to be, oh, this is too low for me. I'm taking on the protection of that which I gave my spiritual sons and daughters to go live in. He looked at the host vessels of what spiritual sons and daughters lived in and said, I will now begin to take that on and I will begin to delight in it and I will begin to love my soul. I will begin to love my body. I'll begin to love my spirit. I'll begin to function out of the fullness of heaven of who I am into that which is mine because I find delight in it because my father finds delight in it. And then we write scripture after scripture and we read scripture after scripture and we try to say that God's against our soul and God's against our body and God's against our intent and God's against our heart and God's against this and God's against that and God's against that. And I'm telling you, he broke the code because when he wrote the word, he wrote the word to find out that which is what you reflecting, not what he's reflecting, that which you are reflecting. You say, well, how do I know that? I'll tell you how I know that. Uh, Jesus is uh, with some mighty men and women of God. And then all of a sudden they bring him the whore. Of course, you know why they knew where the whore was, right? They knew exactly where they were in the red district because they'd been there before. And they said, listen, we're going to find out. It had nothing to do with the whore. They were tempting the Lord. They were, they were going to come and see if he'll bring judgment because that's what he came here for. So the demons of religiosity of hell come and bring this pure woman unto him that's a whore. And you heard me say pure woman. Why? It's a woman that is called by God that came out of pure light of Yahweh, just like me and you. We're not talking about the development of what happened in her flesh and what she became. We're talking about what she came out of and what was sanctified unto her before she was ever born. Because he said, I was wounded for your transgressions. I was bruised for your iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was put upon you and by your stripes I am healed. Is that not what the word said? That before the foundation of the earth, he was slain for you. And so they bring him in and they have their stones in their hand and they're ready to go judge her. They're looking unto Jesus to see what Jesus would do. And Jesus politely bends down and he writes some incredible words in the ground of light and life and love and blood covenant and then he slowly kind of looks around and one by one as he's writing in the ground one by one the sweetness of the love of Yeshua is causing them that wants to accuse them that wants to destroy them that wants to look at the natural rim and says that's the totality of this woman that's the failure of this woman that's the wholeness of this woman Yeshua was looking and he was erasing and as it was in the sand he was erasing her past. He was erasing what man would see and what man would say of the natural rim. And he looked around and he said, where art thou accusers woman? Neither do I accuse you. Neither do I accuse you. And I don't want to spend all day on the rest part because then all the religious people will be like, well, you know, he said, well, go, don't sin again. At least the worst thing come upon you. He, he was talking about the hearts of the wicked people. They're going to come get you again and judge you again. You, you, you might want to change professions. 
Because if he was going to accuse her, he wasn't saying, I'll forgive you once, but I'm not going to forgive you a second time. I say, I've been to the altar of Yahweh's love. I've seen the blood covenant on the Ark of the Covenant and the mercy seat between the holy cherubim blazing fire of light that comes out and causes a nostril smell unto my heavenly father. That's a sweet smelling savor that's wrapped all over me and wrapped all over you. Don't you understand? You have the aroma of the blood on you. It's like a heavenly scent unto our father. Therefore, he cannot see it blinds him his love blinds him i learned a lot about love lately and i'm telling you love will blind you from the faults of the others love will blind you from their weaknesses love will blind you from their frailties love will blind you from their blemishes love will blind you all you'll do is begin to smell the sweet savor flavor of them and your love will be poured upon them. See, that's the kind of love that my God has. And that's what he began to talk to me about with my soul. And I used to be in a battle with my soul and my body constantly, whether it was on a diet that was seeming not to work or whether I was dealing with an issue of the flesh or some temptation or some thought pattern that wasn't improper or whatever you want to put it on. We all have something that fights us off and on throughout our whole life, through the life challenges of our life, whether it's anger, whether it's bitterness, whether it's manipulation, whatever it could be lust, it could be this, it could be that, it could be a million things. Don't try to pinpoint it like yours is better or yours is lesser. The bottom line is he told me to look at my soul. And today when I was in service, he broke me up into my body. And I've had this happen before in my body and my soul and my spirit. And I'm standing at Sagema Bay. I'm standing as a spirit man in service on the holy ground. And the holy ground was like unto the, 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 the river of life. It was like unto the crystal sea. It was like unto a sea of glass. And I'm standing on a sea of glass. And as I'm standing on the sea of glass before the throne of Yahweh, I can see the tree of life. And I I can see the living waters coming under, even under my feet, though it was holding me up and it was solid like, like a sea of glass. That's all I can say. And then, then the Father's love that was upon me. And now I'm looking and I'm seeing my body and I'm seeing my soul. And Yahweh says, tell your soul I love you. Tell your body I love you. Now you have to understand. I, I struggled with my body and my soul because I, I for 20 years I've been up and down on diets. I've, I've lost more weight than I've ever gained. I gained more weight than I've ever lost. And it was a frustration to me. It was an aggravation to me. So there was a, a little strife there. And or, or if there was something in my flesh that I thought this pleases God, I want to please him so much. I, I, I would not be too happy with my soul. I would not be too happy with my mind. I, I would not be too happy with those things. Now, when I looked at my soul and said, I love you, my soul looked back at me and began to quiver and weep. And my body looked back at me, began to quiver and weep. And it began to see the love of the Father loving over my soul and loving over my body. And they looked at me. I'm, I'm not nuts, okay? This is in my mind, yes. This is in my mind, I of the spirit of my soul and my body. And they looked at me and said, surely I see the Son of God. Now, I'm not saying I'm the DDD Jesus Christ, but we are the sons of God. And it looked as if it humbled itself and said, I want to be the reflection of that. So all those years I was beating it up and all those years I was saying no. And all those years, no, you better be right. No, you better not think that. I was pushing it away and it became a war and it became a struggle. But when I went on the other side of the veil through the black covenant of Yeshua and sat in my mercy seat, I looked at my body with love, then looked at my soul with love and they humbled themselves.
to honor the living word of God that I've hidden in my heart that they may walk uprightly before the Father. Oh, I love you, Yahweh. Love your soul today. Love your body. Well, once again, this is Sigma Bay. I'll be teaching more on this soon. I love you so much. You are so beautiful. Shalom.